Hello and welcome to Heads or Tails. I'm your host, Indiana. And I am Jasper Jett. And we're a couple of disasters who like biology, and you get to listen to us. Um, we uh, upload twice a month on the 1st and 15th, assuming that, you know, the world has stopped ending in that period in time. Um, quick disclaimer that, again, we do this every episode, and we're going to continue to do it because we want to make it really clear that we're not experts. We're doing real surface-level research, especially for this episode. Um, and that you should always do your own research if you want to know more things. And uh, always double-check sources. Uh, we flip a coin to see who goes first in which episodes. And uh, today happens to be a coin flip episode. So we'll be doing that later. Um, I think that's everything. Sounds like everything. Alright. In that case, uh, let's get into the episode. So, uh, today's episode is on uh, the golden poison frog, also known as like a golden poison fro dart frog, and a whole bunch of other names. Um, its scientific name is Phyllobates terribilis, and I'm gonna be honest, I don't know enough Latin to know what Phyllobates means. And I could not find it on the internet because it just kept telling me that it's this classification of frog. But I'm pretty sure terribilis means terrible. <laughs> uh, yeah, so they're like little tiny um, golden frogs. They're like a yellowy color and uh, you can find them. Well, I'm not gonna. That's a question. <laughs> I'm a little all over the place today. <laughs> so that's let's, all right. Uh, Let's get into the questions. Alright, so first question I have for you is how potent is their poison? Uh, enough to kill, depending on how much they've eaten of the food that makes their poison. Uh, 10 to 20 humans, um, or about 10,000 mice, which was a thing that Wikipedia told me. Uh, it's um it's an alkaloid poison, which is why they have to eat it to get it because they don't you don't naturally produce alkaloids. Those are like metals and stuff. <laughs> that really wasn't an answer I was expecting. That's a lot. Ten to twenty people. Yeah, it's like one milligram too. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Uh. Alright, my next question is, uh, how intelligent are they? Actually, very intelligent. They're one of the most intelligent frogs, or at least the most intelligent frogs in their little subsection. Um, if they have human caregivers, they'll recognize them after a couple of which, uh, weeks. And they almost never miss when they're using their tongue to catch their food, which means that they can aim really well, which means that they're pretty smart. Right on! Clever little frogs. Very. I know frogs aren't normally known for being so smart, so. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Third question. Uh, can they be kept in captivity? Uh, so I don't know if they can be raised by, like, the average population, but they are kept captively in zoos. Um, and they are actually uh, easier to keep than most other dart frogs because they have a broader and more accessible range of foods that they can eat. Uh, and fun fact, 
uh, because it's expensive to get them. I think the ants that they need to become poisonous, they're not uh, poisonous when raised in captivity. And actually, um, if you catch them and bring them into captivity, uh, it'll take a couple of years, but they'll actually lose their, um, their poisonousness. <laughs> oh, cool. All right, and last question. Uh, where are they found and how common are they there? Uh, so they're found in rainforests on the Pacific coast of Colombia. Their range is only about 5,000 square kilometers, which is really not a lot when you compare it to, you know, like anything else. And of course, because it's a rainforest, with deforestation is messing with them. They're actually on the endangered species list as endangered. So, joy. Yikes. Fun. And, and yeah, uh, and uh, I'm gonna be real, people. We forgot, well, we forgot, I say we, I, I forgot to do the setup for listener questions for this episode. <laughs> oh, me too. So we don't have any of those. <laughs> Sorry, I'm moving across the country. <laughs> I got a new job. <laughs> <laughs> we're busy. <laughs> um, so we're, we're gonna have to skip that bit for... This week, uh, I keep saying week, but we're not doing weekly uploads. Whatever. I, I do too, in <laughs> my head. Uh, Alright, um, and, and now is uh, where we do tangents, and now would probably be a good spot for a tangent about endangered species and deforestation and human-caused extinctions, but uh, that depresses me, and also I'm probably preaching to the choir. So instead, I'm going to leave you all with a couple of fun facts that I found while doing my very base-level research for this episode. Which is uh, <laughs> that this is something that may be a bit obvious in hindsight, but I did not know. They're called poison dart frogs because indigenous people use them, their, their, their poison, to poison their darts. I do remember learning that. That's really cool. I did not learn it until I started researching this episode, and then I had an oh moment, like it, it like on par with the moment that I learned that game set match refers to tennis. Couple years <laughs> after I played tennis. Oh, jeez. Um, also, golden point. The, these particular, uh, I'm not sure about dart frogs across the board, but these ones are very social animals, and they live in the wild in groups of about six, and in captivity you can keep them in groups as, as big as 15, but the more you have, the more likely they are to get aggressive with each other, and the easier it is for, like, disease to spread, uh, which I think humans have learned in recent times. <clears throat> yeah. And so that's all I have for content. Which I think means it's time for wrap-up. I don't remember what order we do things in. <laughs> oh, I never do. It's not my episode, so I don't even have my notes pulled up or anything. <laughs> uh, I think... Coin flip is next. I think coin flip is next. That sounds Then right. I will do... I'll take it with the coin flip. I have here with me uh, my name tag. Because I'm recording <laughs> in my work uniform. And not only is it my name tag, it is my Christmas name tag, because I lost all of my other name tags. My coworker painted it for me. It's very pretty. And I get made fun of sometimes for wearing my Christmas name tag, but it is what it is. 
Um, heads is gonna be the side with my name on it, and tails is gonna be the back. Uh, heads or tails? Tails, why not? Okie dokie. Heads. Okay. So you're the next round, you're up first. Uh, your topic is going to be corn snakes, because we've been talking about them a lot, and I want to own one. Please tell me how to own a corn snake. You Um, got it. All right, and I found my my notes, and that note says that it's time for socials. <laughs> All right, I have the socials pulled up, so I can do the socials. So you can find this podcast at our Twitter, Heads or Tails Twenty. We will remember to do listener questions for the next episode. Uh, we also have Heads or Tails official podcast on Facebook, or email at us at. Heads or tails official podcast at gmail.com. All right. Now it's time for the shout out, which is my shout out time. And uh, perhaps a little bit on brand for this episode, we're breaking pattern. And instead of shouting out a black owned business, I'm going to shout out a native owned business because you should support native people. And yeah, uh, I don't really want to. Anyway, I'm overthinking this. Uh, the business I'm shouting out is uh, Amber Bay's Etsy shop, which is uh, etsy.com slash shop slash A-M-B-E-R-B-A-Y. I think I said that slow enough for people to hear it. Um, all lowercase, no spaces. Uh, and I meant to look up how to pronounce the tribe that she's from, and I didn't. Uh, so we're going to apologize and, and then uh, do my best to sound it out, which is bad. Um, okay. <laughs> uh, nope, I'm just going to butcher it. She's a native jewelry maker who makes absolutely stunning jewelry. You should all check it out. Maybe buy some if you're feeling rad because it's gorgeous beadwork and we should support more native-owned businesses while we're also supporting black-owned businesses. Don't ever stop doing either of those things. Definitely. All right, um, and that's it for this disaster zone of an episode. (laughs) (laughs) It happens. Oh, and we will see you all next time. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.